from Hamster Wheel Publishing. This is Freewheeling. The show that answers your questions about veterinary business and leadership. With me, Dr. Dave Nichol. Hey everybody, welcome back to Freewheeling. I am Dr. Dave Nichol. Now today, uh, we ask questions when anybody is entering into one of our communities within VetX International. We always ask people, what's on your mind? What's challenging you? What is it that you are really struggling with that we in some way can help you with? And the most common answer, by far, by far, Emma? Like, yeah. oh, like how, how much by far? Like we talking like 90% this and 10% everything else or? Solid 70 to 80%. A so, a solid 70 to 80% of you guys are saying the biggest thing that, that bothers you is how to have a work-life balance. Ah! And I can tell you right now, I am possibly the worst person in veterinary medicine, bar Andy Rourke, to answer that question. Right, but let me give you some musings because although I have what most of you, if you knew what my day looked like, actually let me fill you in on what my week looks like, okay? Very coolly, I just started a new job. Can you see that? Can you see the pen? It's a very colorful pen and it's from vettimes.co.uk. Vettimes is published by a business called Veterinary Business Development. I've just taken over as an interim CEO of veterinary business development. So that's kind of a big role at the same time as being the CEO of Vetex International at the same time as having an international speaking or publishing career at the same time as trying to run a veterinary practice up in London at the same time as trying to be a good father to my daughter, blah, 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 all of the life stuff that goes in on top of that, right? I am singularly unqualified to tell you how to have a work-life balance. I'm not even sure I recognize the distinction between the two. And maybe that's part of the problem because I love what I do. There's no way I would or could do any of those things if I didn't really enjoy and I wasn't passionately committed to all of those things. There's no one thing in there. I don't say yes to stuff that isn't a hell yes, I'm in, right? That's one of the foundation rules that I've set myself for this year is it's either a hell yes, I used a different word on a post on Facebook with that, hell yes for the interest of this video, or it's a no. Right now, so I say no to, to like unbelievable amounts of stuff. I've said no to three or four speaking gigs this year that will be lucrative because I don't want to travel as much as I would have to travel to do that. I'm quite happy with the amount of traveling I'm doing. I've said no to other consulting projects and lots of like other really things that would be kind of really cool stuff to work on because it, it's not cool enough and I'm not maybe the right person for that. Would those things have been lucrative? Yes. Would those things of of being fun to work on for a bit? Yes. But I might have run out of juice on them because I wasn't 100% in on them. So I wonder if, in the spirit of, of the way I think about things, I, I think about things in, in questions and I think the answers to problems always come through questions. Your eureka moments, your working stuff out, your breakthroughs come when you start asking much, much better questions. So if you're struggling with work-life balance, I'm doing the air quotes things there because partly because I'm not sure I recognize what that is. I've got these thoughts for you. 
The first thought is to be happy. I'm going to recognize that my version of balance is different to your version of balance, is different to Emma's version of balance behind the camera, is different, for, different to everybody else's. So the first piece of advice is don't compare someone else's, what they're putting out as their amazing life or what their life looks like. Never compare that with what your life is or what you would like it to be. I think we have to get a bit more internally and, and have our ask ourselves those, those questions, those moments of truth. What do I want my life to look like? Like if you've not asked yourself that question, how can you possibly go about designing or, or, or achieving that goal? It's a simple thing. Plot where you want to be on a map, like your map of your life, and look at and take stock, take inventory of where you are currently in your life. And then the way to from A to B starts to answer itself okay it's, it's usually pretty easy like if you're working six days a week and you're working 11 hours a week and you never get a break and veterinary medicine taking over your life then you're here right but if you want to be working eight hours a week if you want to have a half hour back gap in the middle of your day so you can get out of the practice and go for a walk around the block or maybe you want to work four days a week or three days a week or two days a week so as you can do one thing that generates you some stable income and explore a creative side and do something else. That's fine. Like whatever your version looks like is 100% fine. Your challenge is if you're here and you want to be there, how do I go about moving from A to B? And it's that simple. And you do that by saying, by considering all of the options or brainstorming the options. And once you've, you've done that, you ask yourself, does this move get me closer to there. Bearing in mind that sometimes you have to go backwards in order to go forwards. So if you're currently in general practice and you want to be like a surgeon in, in like a referral hospital, then you might have to go back and do an internship and, and frankly suck shit for 12 months before you can move forward. Okay. But if it's part of the pathway, then fine, make the investment. It's not for me or for anybody else to tell you how much you can handle, how much you can take. You have to explore that for yourself. And you explore that by pushing the boundaries, you know, by trying things, by testing things, right? So my boundaries on how much time and how much pressure I can cope with are not endless, but they're probably bigger than a lot of people's. But even I have no way to control time. Right? Time is the one thing I or you will never get back. It's the one resource. You can't buy more of it. And once it's gone, it's gone. And we all have a stop button and none of us know where that stop button's coming. Right? So what you have to do is spend your time wisely. Don't waste it, spend it. So second part of this advice is be careful about what you do choose to spend your time on. Okay. If you claim to have poor work-life balance or claim to be stressed out, but you get home from work and all you do is you sit on your device or you watch endless Netflix, um, or you sit and you, 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 you watch the TV or you get into news or you're sitting doing emails after work. Okay. Um, that is a choice that you've made. And all of those things, like none of those things are positive contributors, I think to your well-being. Now caveat, Go watch some Game of Thrones on Netflix or HBO, whatever, right? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if your every night is just to plug into that idiot box or that device, then is that adding value to your life? Is that genuinely de-stressing yourself? 
Well, I know for me, the answer is no, right? I know if I strap myself into a blood pressure monitor, the things that bring my blood pressure down and keep them in a good space are exercise, meditation, reading books, uh, hanging out with people I know and love, right? Those things are really good for my soul. I'll bet they're pretty good for your soul as well because we're all made of the same stuff, right? But I also know, and I've been doing this for the last week, if I strap myself into that blood pressure monitor, I measure it after I've been on social or I've been watching a movie last thing at night, which is like really tense or, in, you know, and there's a lot of stuff going on and, and there's bad stuff happening, then I, my blood pressure can go like 30 bars, millimeters of mercury one way or the other because of that, right? And I don't sleep so well. So it's not so much about work-life balance. It's about do you feel energized? The reason we focus on do I feel like I have work-life balance is because you're out of control, because you're exhausted, because you're tired, you're generating constant negative emotions, right? You could do whatever you're doing two days a week. If you don't love that thing that you're doing, you'll still generate all of those negative emotions and all of those problems and it won't go away and you'll still be knackered and exhausted by the end of that day. So what you have to think about doing is answering the question, what is it that would make me super happy? What is I'm super passionate about? Who are the people I want to be doing those things with? If the answer to those questions is different to what your life currently looks like, i.e. what you're doing now and who you're doing it with are not the people and it's not the thing that you want to be doing, then you have a problem. And until you remedy that problem, you're not going to solve your work-life balance. Once you start doing what it is you love with the people you love and you're connected to that higher purpose, it's giving you something that makes you feel like, man, I'm making a difference, I matter. Your energy levels are pretty much boundless. So maybe just do a little inventory on your life, okay? Where do you wanna be? Who do you wanna be doing it with? When would you like to start doing those things? And look at where you are now. Where are you now? What are you doing? Who are you doing it with? And, and what's it giving you? If the two things don't match, make your plan. And that's the soul searching. There are the questions you'll find the answers in there. So do I have an answer like a panacea to work-life balance? No, uh, I'd be lying for that. But I do have a set of strategies and tools that if you get into them, they will help you get places, okay? So get your thinking caps on, ask yourself some tough questions and take some action because nothing's gonna change unless you take some action. All right, peace out. Ladies, gentlemen, friends, whoever you are, whatever you are, be safe, be well, be happy. Thank you for listening to that episode of Freewheeling. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave me a rating or review on iTunes. That'd be much appreciated. Now, if you want to have your question answered, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's at Dr. Dave Nicol. That's D-R-D-A-V-E-N-I-C-O-L. I'll see you in the next episode.